All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark, the number one stock market show on Spotify and one of the most popular market updates on YouTube. So in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And today is Monday, May 8th. And seems that today regional banks are rebounding. Uh, CPI and PPI inflation data is coming out this week. And we still have some earnings coming out from Airbnb, Nicola, Disney, Fox. Uh, so there's a lot still going on. We'll take a look at it and how will the markets react. But most importantly, how are we trading this? By the way, if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hardcutter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hart. And we are real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience. And we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff. And we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you are here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And uh, it has been an interesting week last week, right? It was, Marcus. Monday, S&P lower. Tuesday, S&P lower. Wednesday, S&P lower. Thursday, S&P lower. And then on Friday, look out. Look at that move. Huge rebound after unemployment data was being released. So that was a, a little bit surprising because... Uh, if we go back, uh, let me just uh, hop over here before we take a look at earnings, take a look at the economic calendar from last week. I mean, we, we briefly touched on it, but uh, unemployment coming in better than expected. So you would think that the markets would be scared of that because it means that Fed, the Fed can raise interest rates. But the market thought, oh, good news is good news this time. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, part of it could have been just that it was uh, a, a situation where the news was out, right? right. Uh, the uncertainty was gone. Uh, we had that data, better than expected jobs, non-farm um, or average earnings up a little bit, uh, the unemployment rate down. But the week itself, uh, you know, all of that that uh, data, uh, what was out right and I, I think it just kind of created a buying opportunity for the markets hey, it seems so it seems like it was a relief rally because it, when we look at it as said i mean for four days straight the markets were falling and it was a relief rally but we also see that we are in this tight range right now between what 4050 and uh 4160 4170 in the s p 500 so i mean at some point something needs to happen. Markets don't like to stay in a range for long. Sure. And in spite of Friday's big gains, uh, for the most part, U.S. stocks finished the week slightly lower. We are trading near this upper range. And, you know, it, it seems like, hey, uh, you know, make a move, <laughs> right? Uh, we're in this tight range. And if you look at the NASDAQ, Marcus, the NASDAQ actually finished the week slightly positive. And uh, if you look at those ranges, we have uh, some resistance. Can tech and the NASDAQ take out those highs? We'll have to see. One thing uh, for certain is, although there's still some earnings coming out, earnings season is, is pretty much done with. According to FactSet, 85% of the S&P 500 has reported first quarter earnings with earnings beats and surprises uh, mostly. Um, so although, you know, 15% of the S&P still remains, uh, we're, we're really through the big part of earnings season at this point. Yeah, it, it's definitely winding down. So here we have the uh, most anticipated earnings this week. 
I want to say probably uh, tomorrow, Nicola, today after the close, it will be PayPal, uh, Tuesday after the close, Airbnb, Rivian. Um, the, the big one, uh, where was Disney again? I thought it was Wednesday. Thursday, right? I think it's Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. There we go. Wednesday oh, yeah. after the close. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of the bigger one, maybe PayPal. But as said, I mean, most of the earnings are out. Most of the earnings better than expected, which was surprising because everybody was nervous going into this earnings season, um, fearing that uh, companies might say, yeah, we are slipping into a recession. We do have a worse outlook for the year, but this hasn't happened just yet. You know, Marcus, uh, Oxy uh, is reporting on Tuesday, and uh, this is a, a little bit interesting, Marcus, because energy stocks are up for the most part today except for oxy so uh if you look at chevron you look at exxon you look at suncor you look at ctra a lot of the energy stocks that we've been keeping an eye on actually are higher but then oxy not not participating and this is really because warren buffett shut down the idea that he's going to be uh you know basically buying out oxy yeah, so, so if you look here at our heat map, uh, we see that uh, oil and gas, uh, yeah, everything is up, but Oxy, everything is up uh, almost 2% Oxy down. And as I said, yeah. this is all attributed to Warren Buffett. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this in, in just a moment of what's happening there. But let's take a look at the economic calendar for the week. It's also fairly light, but two huge big events on Wednesday and Thursday. And this is where the the next you know page in the 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 Fed's playbook. What will the Fed do? What, when will they cut rates? When you know will they keep rates elevated? And uh, part of this decision hinges on data like CPI. So uh, CPI is significant, and uh, you know we'll, we'll see if there's any surprises there because it definitely can be a market mover. Absolutely. Because right now, if you take a look at uh, the, the probabilities for the next, next uh, rate cycle or the next Fed meeting, which is in 37 days from now, so it's still a while in. But right now, traders are thinking it could be that the Fed might raise interest rates. I mean, it's a slim probability, only 11% probability factored in, 89%. But that's in contrast to last week when basically everybody said, okay, the Fed is done and they might lower rates at the next meeting. But now, since we see that the economy is strong, the jobs, uh, market, the jobs market is still strong, that's where right now this slight probability that the Fed might continue increasing interest rates has crept in. Exactly. So with that strong jobs market that we saw based on Friday's report, People are thinking, hey, maybe, 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 just maybe it's not over. Um, I, I think this is where they pause, but there's still a huge disconnect between what the Fed's saying on when they will uh, lower rates or what they're looking at and also what traders are betting on. Because we see there that traders are betting on a rate cut at the September meeting, which the Fed hasn't hinted at at all. No, they, um, Paul basically said, well... Rates might stay up there for longer than you think because inflation is very, very stubborn. That's yeah. why I think this week's reports 
are very, very important. I mean, it seems that uh, the, the uh, CPI is expected to uh, increase by 0.4% month over month, which would get uh, the inflation data year over year to 5%. If this comes in lower than expected, that's good. If it is higher than expected, I do believe that these probabilities will shift dramatically. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. All right. Um, now, also happening this morning, we do see that regional banks are bouncing back. Uh, this morning, PacWest was actually up 30% right now, pulling back a little bit, uh, but still up 6%. Uh, the regional bank index, KRE, oh, now slightly down. I mean, this looked differently just half an hour ago. Yeah, this is interesting. I, and even PacWest, uh, they were up 28% pre-market. Um, they announced that they cut their bank dividend to help with uh, their situation there. Uh, you also have a, a situation where you have a bit of a short covering rally too, right? Because people who are short now seeing all of this volatility uh, to close those short positions, you need to buy shares back. That could have helped fuel that that higher start. But compared to where it was at the open to where it's at now, giving up a lot of the gains that were seen early on. Yeah. But I mean, overall, it's a very quiet day in the markets. If you look at the five minute chart of the S&P, the S&P now up less than one point, which is basically nothing. And we see that uh, traders are just looking for some sort of direction. I believe that traders and investors were kind of hopeful that over the weekend, we hear some more news uh, about the banking sector, the banking crisis. Maybe that PacWest or some other banks will be bailed out. But this hasn't happened. So right now, it's a, it's a hurry up and wait from what we see in the markets right now. It is. It is. And even uh, today, just kind of back and forth, uh, we dipped into negative territory in the S&P. And uh, we've come off the, those session lows back above the open. So uh, turning positive as we speak. Uh, but just not a whole lot of movement, not a big range. And, uh, you know, interesting to see that the VIX is still slightly positive because with with such a nothing day so far i would imagine that the that volatility just gets sucked out of the market yeah but i, I think there's a typical monday morning phenomena like monday morning coming in and saying okay what's happening this week uh, but as we see the vix now trading below 18 again uh, down to 1740 as we speak here after it spiked last week to 21.33. So definitely traders are coming down. But we see that over the last two weeks, we had a few spikes where we went up to the 20 yeah. level. Yeah, we did. We did. And uh, But you're right. Compared to where we were on Thursday, a quick uh, reversal there in that volatility. Right. Now, talking about the weekend and uh, no real news uh, from the banking sector, but this weekend... The Woodstock for Capitalists happened. Uh, this is Berkshire Hathaway's annual meeting with uh, wisdom from Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger and a bunch of uh, words and perspectives on everything. I mean, the, the banking crisis uh, and, and even life in general. Yeah, 30,000 people uh, flocking to that event. Um, it's turned into a huge event. Um, I, I can't remember where I, I saw this, but uh, someone wrote to watch two old men eat peanut brittle and talk markets. <laughs> and I think that sums it up pretty well. 
Um, but yeah, and I kind of uh, alluded to it earlier. Uh, one big topic for uh, this event was what the heck's going to happen with Occidental Petroleum, right? Because uh, they've taken a big stake in Oxy and some were wondering if they'd make a full offer to, to buy out uh, Oxy or to, to, to take control of it. And they basically shot down that idea. Yeah. So as I said, these two men, uh, 94 years old, Warren Buffett, 99 years old, Charlie Munger, and uh, they were asked, uh, so what they think about Apple? And uh, Warren Buffett says, you know what? I don't know how this phone works, hinting to the iPhone. But he said, I know consumer uh, behavior and uh, Apple has a loyal following. Um, also, quite interesting. I mean, he, he they had some... They had some strong words, or not strong words, but uh, they had some response for everything. Elon Musk overestimates himself, but he's still very talented, says Charlie Munger. I mean, they were also talking about Bitcoin. They were talking about Oxy. Uh, and uh, then also they were talking about uh, how on how to avoid mistakes in life and business. And uh, this is where uh, Warren Buffett said, well, here's how you do it. You should write your obituary and then try to figure out how to live up to it. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Words of wisdom, how to avoid mistakes in life and business. Anyhow, um, I actually tuned in a little bit and I watched it, uh, but since I couldn't speed it up, it was a little bit painful, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was also quite interesting when they started. Uh, Warren Buffett said, hey, uh, we, we have some a competition out of the UK. Somewhere there, I heard that they are crowning a, a king, King Charles. And then he looked at uh, Charlie Munger and said, well, we have our own King Charles here. <laughs> so <laughs> I think this was a funny opening. All right, let's take a look at our positions and see what's happening here in the markets for us, uh, what we are trading right now. And uh, first up here, uh, CTRA, Cotera Energy. And uh, interesting this morning, a little bit all over the place, as you said, uh, I mean, energy stocks are up, are moving higher because crude oil and natural gas are higher this morning. Uh, right now, uh, up 0.76%. Uh, I did not sell calls against my existing positions on Friday and not yet today. I'm waiting for a little bit more of a pop here. That that makes sense. And uh, I think you're going to see that that move back towards 26. Strong start today. Still positive for the day, after, but given back a little bit since yeah. the open. DHR, Denahar Corporation. I mean, this is a position that we both had last week. We got assigned at 240 for me, 237.50 for you. You were able to close the position early last week. I held it until Friday. And this is where my calls uh, or my option, uh, my stock got called away uh, because I sold 240 calls. So right now I'm out of the position, uh, made a nice profit here on this one. This behaved exactly how we anticipated it to behave after this initial earnings shock drop. Exactly. We saw a little bit of a support break, but then with it being a quality stock and, and uh, selling uh, a nice strike there, we had a nice rebound um, after that initial overreaction. So it worked out nicely and uh, we could see what else comes our way. Yeah, but this one, we're both out of the position, so nothing there yet. Google. Google is driving me crazy. <laughs> I mean, this morning in Google, uh, I have a position got assigned at uh, 108. Uh, so my idea was to sell the 109 for 85 cents because this would give me uh, pretty much around $1,000 in premium. And go figure, the Googles 
went all the way up the options there. Let's just go there that they were trading at 85 cents. I did not get filled because uh, when orders are being filled, it's according to the FIFO principle, first in, first out. And then we see Google retracing. But I mean, you mentioned it, Google does not go up to 106.95 without touching 107. I hold you to it. You missed it by this much. By a <laughs> no, penny, I, I could have gone for, for 84 cents, but then I wouldn't have gotten my thousand dollars. Something about a tick there, Marcus. There's yeah. A, there's well, we'll some... see if it makes another attack to the upside here. Uh, this might be okay. So we'll see what happens here. Trying to sell calls against my 109. IWM, uh, that's a position that we took last week. Uh, we traded it actually twice last week. We sold the 166 yeah. puts. We bought it back and then uh, we sold it again. So this expired worthless. So therefore, we are also out of IWM. But this worked out really great. This is exactly as uh, as we did, as yeah. we expected. Perfect. Right. Finally, PNC Financial Services Group, and today up again, trying to push back into the range, uh, up one point three percent for the day. Uh, let's see if we can push back here into the range. And uh, I really think that uh, we need some. Some more positive news from the regional banking sector before this can pop. So nothing to do there just yet. Agreed. I, I think that it's still kind of a, a, a wait and see scenario. We were hoping that after earnings, there would be a, a catalyst to drive this one higher. Now, I think we're just just kind of waiting to see if there's anything else that that falls and becomes an issue or if uh, things tighten up and if uh, we get a null clear there. Now we did receive a, a dividend payment. That was uh, very nice. On record on Monday, April seventeenth, we were entitled to a dividend. So nice little dividend uh, coming our way on Friday or over the weekend. Yeah, dollar fifty uh, per share. So um, that actually was pretty good. So yeah. I'll take this. All right. So that's what's going on today. Not much on the scanner because it is a rather quiet day. There's a bunch of. Uh, Chinese stocks on there and then one other bank, Fifth Third Bancorp. But, but I think right now it makes sense to stay away from banks for now until the dust settles there. I mean, we are in PNC. I'm not too concerned about this. But uh, if I would look at this and say, do I want to trade banks? I would say not right now. What do you think? Yeah, I would... Uh... If I wasn't in this position, I would stay away from regional banks at a minimum. Um, I think there's just a little, you know, potential volatility and risk there. And if anything, look at one of the big banks if I really wanted to trade a bank. Yeah. So again, today, a rather quiet day, but uh, I don't think it'll stay quiet this week, especially with the CPI data on Wednesday. I do believe we will see some movement. And right now, I mean, any news from the banking sector could definitely move the markets. So, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll keep you posted of what's happening there. And uh, in the meantime, if you want to take a look at this video, because uh, I did an interview with Damon John, and uh, he actually shared uh, some of his perspective on finances and investing and entrepreneurship. So check it out there, and then we'll see you again tomorrow. Happy trading, everybody.